Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Better Events Podcast. In today's episode, we are talking all about the 2023 Better Events Conference. We are so thrilled about having this conversation because we've been talking about the conference for weeks, and now we finally are going to give you a breakdown of what actually happened. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Better Events Podcast. Join two event strategists, Logan Clements and Mary Davidson, who believe we can all create, host, and attend better events. In this podcast, you will learn about event strategy and actions that you can use today as an event host, planner, or manager. Hear directly from the people who are creating innovative and inspiring events today and tomorrow and grow your business along the way. Now, let's get started and thanks for listening to the Better Events Podcast. Hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Better Events Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Logan Clements, and I'm joined by fellow co-host Mary Davidson. For us to recap, probably one of my favorite things that happened in 2023, the 2023 Better Events Conference. But before we jump into it, Mary, you want to say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for having me today, Logan. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, welcome to my my, my, my hosted start of the podcast. <laughs> Happy to be here. Logan, you know, when we get started, we have to kick off our episodes. And so we do have our conversation starter for today, which is what is a new skill that you learned last year? I So listeners, it's already a new skill that I've talked about. I, can't, I don't know if I can credit it from being 2023. It technically is a new skill from 2021, but that I've been very proud of is my snowboarding abilities. I have improved vastly since 2021. So this year was my third, this year is my third season as a snowboarder. And in December, I went snowboarding to start the season in Colorado. It was amazing. It was so much fun. And I only fell, I think I snowboarded five days and I only fell twice. Nice. Or did I like sat down and <laughs> twice. Oh gosh, Mary. Sorry. We're, li- we're giggling listeners because I have the new settings in my Mac and I just had balloons <laughs> come up in front of my face for saying two. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was a lot. Okay. Um, Getting distracted here. Anyway, I only fell two times, which is really impressive compared to where I started. So that is a skill that I will say, I I don't know if I learned it in 2023, but I'm, I'm perfecting it. I will say I'm honing in on it. How about you, Mary? What's a new skill you learned? So I like really want more hobbies, but I think reflecting on last year, I really don't think that I started any new things or learned a new skill, but I started a new tradition that I first did in December 2022. I went to uh, Copenhagen and I took a cooking class and I learned how to make uh, cinnamon buns and like from scratch. And so I made them in 2022 and it worked and I was like, I'm going to do this every year. It's going to be a tradition. So I made them again in 2023. And they worked again. And I was so proud of myself because a skill that I do want to learn is bread making. And I feel like that was, this is kind of like my introduction to it where I was like, maybe I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of one that is to come more so hopefully. Now, is this, you only make it once a year or is this, you've just done it now multiple times in 2023? I only have made it once a year. So I've only made it twice. However, I was happy that it still worked. Like my brain like lasted a year and I still did it. So I'm confident (laughs) moving forward. Oh, that's so good. There you go. Bread and snowboarding listeners. Hopefully you take a moment, reflect on a new skill you learned last year. I'm a little sad that I can't think of a new one. That means I probably need to prioritize learning some more new skills in 2024. But 
Anyway, why we chose this topic? Well, we've talked about the Better Events Conference. We teased it a lot leading up to it this past fall. We shared a behind the scenes episode where we gave you two updates during our planning process. And so you guys know we love to be transparent about event planning and what better than to share even more about what it was like to plan and experience the Better Events Conference and just recap uh, what we loved, what worked, hear from a couple of you listeners who shared your feedback um, and just some things that maybe surprised us along the way, as well as whatever the future may hold for the Better Events Conference. So, Mary, overall, how are you feeling about our first ever Better Events Conference? Uh, I feel really like uh, relieved, but also, well, I think relieved, but relieved for a number of reasons. One, just because it is relieving to have an event over with. But also, I feel, uh, I guess the other word, word would be rewarded. I feel like what we did was really rewarding because we invested not only our time like we do in any other event, but like this was like our baby and we wanted it to be successful and it felt rewarding. I felt like it was successful, at least according to our goals. Um, so, yeah, those are, I guess, the two words I would put to it. But it feels feels nice. Yeah. What about you, Logan? How are you feeling? Yeah, I I mean, I feel like I was in a love bubble <laughs> for the entire day on on you know December 20th and the conference ended virtually and I went and just like laid down on my bed and my partner walked in and he was like, What are you doing? And I was like, I think I'm just basking in this. I don't I don't really know what to do with myself. Like I was just like laying there, like really happy. I felt like I'd also been really sweaty because I was just nervous. Like it was like you talk about Mary, those those feelings of both like excitement and joy, but also nerves and like this is something that we created from nothing and you know at the end of the day depending on the feedback we get it was like it ends with us it started with us and it ends with us so i feel like overall yeah i was just overwhelmed by the response we got from people who joined us live i was overwhelmed by the engagement we had all day i think that's something that virtually we know is sometimes really hard to tap into and so i was just really impressed by our community i knew our event our content would be solid and we've talked about that on the podcast before like i knew our speakers would deliver. I knew there was going to be a lot of great content there. And it was more just a hope that our attendees would really stick it out. And just seeing the people who stuck with us all day or popped in and out throughout the day, like I, yeah, I'm just, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of our attendees for coming. And just overall, like it was an amazing experience. It was funny though. You mentioned this briefly, like at the very beginning of the day, when we were like getting ready, like online, ready to kick it off, we both were very nervous. <laughs> and I think we even were like, why are we so nervous? Like, this is similar to what we do for the podcast. Why are we so nervous? Yeah, it was just maybe you it had was to a be lot. There, but we It was a lot of nervous. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of nerve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I had to we had an in-person happy hour afterward here in Seattle for those that were local. And we had a couple of folks join us from from Oregon. And I had to shower. <laughs> between yeah. the conference and the happy hour because again I think I've talked about it here uh my like anxiety stress sweat smells different than my workout sweat and it like smells bad. I don't know if other people can smell it but I can smell myself. And it was funny because I was like I think I had a lot of fun today, but yet I seen like my body's responding like I was stressed and I was like it probably was both, but like the happiness was more than the stress. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely a great day and we we heard a lot of takeaways and comments from attendees and we wanted to call some of those out so many of these came from the chats and we kind of clipped them from there and so i'll share one logan will share one we'll go back and forth um but the first one is from vanessa vanessa was on our board of advisors so thank you so much to vanessa and vanessa mentioned 
going to do my annual reflection next week on a beach. Definitely have learned to do this more because of this podcast. Woo, Vanessa, I am envious of your beach reflection that you have had, but I hope it was amazing. Yes. And from Abigail, we heard this entire conference was incredible in all caps. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you, Abigail. We loved hearing that. And Kara mentioned this was epic. Three exclamation points. So many notes. Thank you so much, Kara. Kara's been a great supporter of the podcast for a long time, and it was great to see you at the conference. And from Jacqueline, this has been an incredible event, surpassed my expectations. Oh, Mary, be still my heart. And I learned so much. I'm leaving this conference feeling so encouraged. And then Amanda shares, I have been to a lot of conferences, 10 out of 10 friends, which feels amazing to hear. Thank you so much for that, Amanda. Which we could talk about that. I want to get to Becca left us a voicemail so we can hear hers. But just I'm going to let me get back to what she said, Mary, at some point, because I want to call that out. Sounds um, but our last feedback here that we want to feature comes from a new voicemail feature that I think, Mary, we will integrate into the podcast here for season four because we love hearing your voices. But Becca was kind enough to record herself with her review of the conference. To the amazing Better Events conference planning team at large, but particularly Logan and Mary, thank you so much for making this space for this, uh, for us to all just come together and talk about uh, the hard stuff, the fun stuff, network, meet like-minded individuals to our industry. I'm so grateful. Uh, and let's do it again next year. Thank you, Becca. Those were such such kind words. I Yeah. Again, I'm back in my love bubble, guys. I'm back to feeling all the warm fuzzies. <laughs> I love what you said, Becca. Let's for sure do it again next year, this year. Mary, don't <laughs> spill the beans before we I'm get to the end of the episode. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just dreaming over here. <laughs> well, um, one thing I just to go back to what Amanda said, uh, telling she's been to a lot of conferences. I think a cool part that I feel like I don't think I we called out until like when we were in the conference, I really realized was that we were creating an event for event people. And so that I feel like up to the ante and up to the pressure, but then also made it a very loving and understanding audience. Like as we were testing, stress testing our platform, our uh, part platform partner swap card, we were stress testing different features. And part of that was like, all right, we want to make sure we're setting up our attendees for success. But then also we go, it's also a good, this is a good like test platform for our attendees because they're event people to feel out if they like swap cards features. So we didn't want to necessarily like hide any of their you know, imperfections or anything that would be a challenge kind of there. So I don't know, Mary, how you felt about that. But that was something that I was like, oh, I felt the pressure, but then also really felt the love because they could understand how much time and effort went into putting on something like that. Yeah, it's definitely like a, an emotional roller coaster when it comes to this audience, for sure. Because like you said, there is there's a lot of pressure because to be frank, we have a lot of, we have high expectations for events. We as event professionals, when we attend events, we've talked about that here on the podcast, that when we go to events, it's hard to just attend because we're always like wanting to know how things were done or like kind of like judging things in a way just because we can't help it. So I completely concur. And it made the positive feedback that we received just that much sweeter. So it's great to hear. Mary, how do you feel about our North Star and our goals? I mean, like it's our one, our, our most popular, I feel like, podcast episode is talking about why your event needs a North Star. Do you feel like we achieved that with this conference? I think that we did. And as a recap, so our North Star for the conference was that attendees would leave with either three new connections that they could take into 2024 or three takeaways that they could take into it. Um, so yeah, I think that from 
first of all, we had a lot of content, like you said. And so there were plenty of opportunities to get tips and tricks and takeaways. And then we did try to provide opportunities for attendees to get to know each other. There is a level of accountability there where they have to really take advantage of the group, I think, and the, and the opportunities. But from what I could tell, it seems like a lot of attendees did try to connect with each other. And so I would say, I would say yes. What do you think, Logan? Yeah. And that was, I, I think our North Star, we actually, it was an and. It was three connections and three key takeaways. I definitely, I think something that helped set us up for success was I found myself repeating that North Star in all of our speaker tech checks of just kind of giving the context for our speakers of who they're going to be talking to and saying, this is our goal of the podcast. My dad joke that I used time and time again was saying, don't worry, there's a lot of content. Don't feel like your session has to provide the three connections and the three key takeaways. But like ideally, there's a nugget in there that's going to resonate with, you know, an attendee. Um, and I think that helped reiterate it for myself as well as really just make sure all of our speakers were on the same page of what we were trying to achieve with the conference. So again, I think we're going to we're doing an accountability session later this month in January here for attendees to kind of do a check in, which I think is an opportunity to reinforce some of those key takeaways. But also if they didn't connect with three total people, maybe they only connected with one or two, um, they can make another connection there. And that's kind of a, again, we're trying to practice what we preach and provide more uh, connections post-event and let this, all this magic we created on the 20th continue to live on. Which I do have to say, like, I, I maybe actually this goes into our next question. We're talking about favorite moments next. And so um, one of the things that I think has been exciting to see with what you just said is the support that we've had from the community and the attendees as well. So it's like the you just mentioned that we're having this post event um, accountability session. Well, someone already posted about that on social media saying that they're so excited. And like just to feel that like what we have planned is resonating with people has felt really good. So maybe that's not necessarily a moment, but but it kind of is because this I'm talking about post event, the feedback that we continue to receive. That to me is a, a moment of the event. It's kind of weird because I started at the end, but <laughs> that's been a favorite thing for me to see it kind of live on, I guess, with that feedback. So, Logan, what about you? What are some of your favorite moments from the conference? Mm, there's so many. Literally, again, I was in my love bubble <laughs> of just, I mean, it started out strong with just DJ heat. I mean, I having oh that God. morning DJ, like you talked about, Mary, we were nervous. Like I was feeling it, but I was like, of all the things to start, like you and I, we just texted being like, we're online, you know, so I haven't talked to anybody yet, but I'm making my coffee and I'm just having these like really positive DJ set that DJ Heat did. She did, did a bunch of shout outs. She also was able to interact in the chat. Like it just, it felt right. And it was just such the like hype up that I needed before you and I went on stage virtually because again, in that moment before we went live on stage, I was very envious of Luke. My brother was our backstage producer that I'm like, I want to be in your seat. I want to be... <laughs> not going on stage right now just because that's where I'm comfortable. So I thought that DJ set was really helpful in just helping me kind of get a little settled, but also feel energized because we were kicking off pretty early our time. But Mary, what was one of your favorite moments? Yeah, um, I think it, you just made me think of this. I think it was really cool that we could involve our families in a way for this, like on a more personal note. So like Logan just mentioned, Luke, her brother was the producer. So he's behind the scenes the whole day. And that was, it was, it was fun. And it's nice to work with him because we both know him. You really know him. Obviously, he's your brother. <laughs> and so it just felt like safe and helpful. And I loved that. 
And then um, my brother, one of them, made an appearance on at the conference. He's the one who does our podcast intro. That's his voice. And so we did a little funny clip, which um, I, a lot of people like that I know closely personally texted me and said that they really enjoyed that. So <laughs> I thought that that was it puts a fun. face to the name. I will say attendee, yeah. like it, attendees, if you're listening to this, go back and rewatch it if you missed our welcome, because that is just great to put a face to the voice that you uh, hear during our intro of our podcast since episode one, right, Mary? So we've heard his intro yeah. 137 times at this point. <laughs> so yeah, many times. <laughs> yeah. And I also real quick, I have to call up my other brother who made a sizzle reel that we did for the, uh, that we used for the conference. And so shout out to just this, this family's making it happen. Yeah. It is a, like we said, labor of love. We called on family members to help out, but for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, going through the day, I, I I felt just really good with our flow overall. Like I don't, I, I I thought we kind of we did our conversation starters like we do here on the podcast because we found we started doing it on the podcast because we realized Mary and I need a warm up before we start talking about some of these topics just to get our brains going, get good with enunciating so we don't flounder our words too much. And that was something that we copied for the conference. And I think it was to me something that I'm like, this is experimental. I don't know who's going to want to be on Zoom on video, you know, first thing in the morning. And it was really popular. Like a lot of people went over and joined us. And then I'd say the biggest feedback we got was it was too short. People wanted to talk more. Um, but we, the purpose of it was to keep it short and snappy and get back into our keynote because we were trying to make the most with our time. Um, but that was one that I thought was really cool just to see, again, to physically see people show up and turn their cameras on and be unmuted in a way that usually one-way streams can feel a little one-sided where we're not sure how many people are actually sitting at their computer listening and doing other things. So that was really cool. Yeah, I totally agree. And something else that was a favorite moment for me was we had a CEO day workshop with Juliet Tripp. And that was inspiring to me because I was like, I'm taking the time for this. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to take notes and I'm listening to this. And I took like two pages of notes, notes that I still do need to go back. I left myself some homework. So I need to go and like continue to reflect on some of those things. But one of the many things that she said that stuck out to me was at the beginning of the day, plan your day, don't let your day plan you. So when you look at your phone, your emails and stuff like that, all of a sudden you're like, I got to do this, I got to do this. But if you go in with intention before on what needs to be done and plan your day, don't let your day plan you, that uh, was like something, honestly, like it seems so simple, but I don't know that I've ever heard that before. And it just like, it stood out to me. So that was another favorite moment of mine. Yeah, I need to go back and re-listen to her session because unfortunately, I think I had to bounce out early getting ready for the panel that we had about um, rates and advocating for your work right after that. But I've heard a lot of, we've got a lot of anecdotal um, you know, feedback from people that her workshop was super important. Another one that I had just of like a moment was from Jen's keynote, Jen Mueller, who's a sports broadcaster and speaker. She's a, one of the best you know, moderators that I've ever seen at an event. She's a rock star. She and she talked star. about owning the sentence, how are you? And they've said, instead of just saying good, because she's like, you get asked that every day, multiple times a day. Her suggestion was to say, I'm trending towards awesome. And it was like enough of a nugget in someone's ear to be like, oh, maybe they'll ask you a follow-up question. Or at least they're like, oh, that's just a really awesome person. Um, and that is one that I'm like, I need to probably frame that, put it on my wall so I see it all the time because I am guilty of that, of just going, how are you? I'm good doing all right. I'm hanging in there. You know, those are my, I feel like my top three responses. So um, that was a really good one. Another moment of mine was, we have to call this out. 
the kitten break room. So Logan did find a, a video for the kitten break room and I was expecting it to be, you know, be cats and it was, but then when I log into it and I realized that it's like meditation cats, it's someone's voice like talking about cats in a meditation like way, I was sold. So you're welcome, thank you Mary. For that. <laughs> <laughs> we had some fun with the breaks. That was a that was a, a fun moment for us to try things that again I feel like I've pitched to clients before and they kind of just are like whatever Logan They're like we don't have time for that and I was like this was that was also Mary like it was a shareable moment we had multiple people post about the cat and dog rooms that we had That's which true. attendees if, or like listeners if you are doing this for your virtual conference it was as simple as just finding a YouTube video that's it just finding a YouTube video and then you're yeah, embedding that in your platform and yeah. like Swapcard had some features that allowed us to play it at a certain time. And then it was replayable later so people could go back and watch. Like, but it was really easy versus us trying to like cast kittens. I know there were some requests, Mary, that we do your cats in the future years and just watch them play. But these videos are pretty darn adorable. So, you know, they the, the bar is high. Yes. Um, I would also bet that your cats, the minute we turn a camera on them, would be like, they're going to go on the other room. Yeah, they'd go <laughs> hide or something. <laughs> And then as soon as you were done recording, they'd be adorable. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that was like a really fun. And then, you know, we always want conferences. Organizers want people to talk about their event. They want you to be sharing about it. And that was a shareable moment, um, which was, again, really cool just to see in practice. I think my, I mean, I could keep going on. I, I honestly, I want to shout out like every single session because there was so much in there that was valuable and Mary and I, there were a couple of times where there were three things concurrently happening. So Mary and I were split up one in each. And then we had Luke, our producer behind the scenes in that third session. So I'm like, there's also content I haven't even gotten to listen to yet. Um, so I'm excited to catch up on all of that. And here's my plug for you. If you are an attendee, you're getting access to the recordings through the end of April. We are currently in the process. You're hopefully going to get information in the next week or so about how you can add it as a private podcast. So you can take all of this content on the go with you, which is how I'm probably going to re-listen to most of it. But if you're a listener going, oh, I wish I'd signed up. I didn't know it was going to be this awesome. The replays are still available for purchase. So you can just go on our bettereventspod.com slash conference and you can purchase the replays. We recorded everything except the conversation starters. And we had a new planner meetup that was kind of also like a conversation starter that both of those sessions were not recorded, but everything else is recorded and available for replay, including all of those amazing brain bites, which was a, a series of on-demand videos that we had people from across the community contribute to. So I think, I don't know how many hours of content we have, but I know we at least have like 35 sessions worth 20 from the event day and then another 15 brain bites. And you can rewatch that cat video as many times as you would like. <laughs> That's the value right there. <laughs> but seriously, it, it's a lot of value. We're not just saying that. It, it truly is. So if you're interested and you felt like you missed out, now's your chance to continue to, to take advantage of that. So Logan, what is next for the conference? We have some other things. Is there anything else that we want to highlight about the conference for the coming year? Is it happening? That's my question. Is it <laughs> happening in 2024? <laughs> Yes. Right to the meat of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen, listeners. We had too much fun this year or last year of 2023. Uh, I think we'll have to get used to saying the second Better Events Conference because yeah. I'm really good at saying first ever right now. Um, but yes, listeners, it's coming back. We're going to we're gonna run this back. We're going to do it again. I think we're going to keep it virtual. 
couple of you guys who came to the conference virtually were asking to be in person, but event folks, we all know it's a much bigger lift to do something in person. And I think something that surprised me, Mary, was with the conference was kind of just seeing the responses that we got in the volume in terms of tickets that we ended up selling at the end of the day and registrations, because I think it was something when you create something from nothing, you have no idea how many people are going to turn up. And that was interesting just to see who, who jumped at tickets, right? When we launched them early bird, didn't need to know a single infer piece of information about what we were going to cover. They just wanted to be there. And then that trickle as we got closer to the event day of registrations coming in, um, and just really understanding that like we want to keep this accessible for everybody. We want to be able to bring in amazing speakers and all of that to keep it at like an affordable price. Virtual just kind of makes sense. Yeah, for sure. So don't be disheartened by that. If you are, there's still, I mean, you know, I'm I'm really like trying to not oversell this at the moment, but typically what we did this last year is that you know, we try really hard to make this a good event. We are event people and we try really hard. And so you're going to get a lot of, um, I don't know, just things that we are really trying to make successful. And what that means is that, yes, it's a virtual event, but we hope it's going to be a really, really good virtual event. And so come join us in 2024. Yeah. And I think we're still looking at the date has yet to be announced, but we would be looking again at that December timeframe. It seemed to really work out Again, anecdotally, the feedback that we got from our attendees as event folks, December seems to be a little bit lighter, especially towards the end of it. And I know I just really liked it as a time of year for when we are thinking about the future and strategy and reflecting on what we did. And so it just kind of aligns with what you should already be doing on your own. And this conference just is kind of like your accountability buddy to make sure that you take that time. And we can't end this episode, Logan, without doing something really important, which is thanking everyone that was involved, which is a lot of people. And we could not have done this without them. So I'll shout out some, Logan, you shout out some, and then maybe together we will make it happen. But we really want to shout out our partners of the conference. We tried to do a partnership, which is like a sponsorship model. And we all know we do events, how impactful that can be. And so thank you so much to our partners, Swap Card, Corporate Curling, Laura Yarbrough Lloyd, Evo3 Marketing, and Snapbar. Thank you so much. Shout out to the partners. And yeah, thank you so much to our board of advisors. This was, again, something that we had thought would be helpful, and it truly was. You guys were the sounding board we needed as we navigated this process of building something from nothing. Uh, so thank you so much, Ariana, Scooter, Kanisha, Vanessa, Icy, and Meg. We seriously appreciate all the time and effort that you put into being our board of advisors. Yeah, absolutely. And then also the behind the scenes team. We've talked about thanking your team here on the podcast before. And so we literally couldn't have done it without Luke, who we've, who we've mentioned, Logan's brother. He's a great producer if you are looking for a producer. Um, and then also Caitlin for my team. Caitlin was great with just like customer service and keeping eyes on emails and in the chat and keeping things going. So thank you so much to Luke and Caitlin. Thank you to, to you, Mary. You know, we never would have done this oh. conference without you. <laughs> Wow, Logan, th thank you. Thank you for thanking me and, and thank you for, for you. <laughs> you know, that's what we're just, we're just, we're really, that's very grateful. And thank you to you yeah. listeners and attendees. Again, without you guys, none of this would have been possible. And I, I don't even know if this is something when we first launched the podcast that we had ever dreamed of. Mm -hmm. And so we're excited just to, to see where this goes. So first ever Better Events Conference in the books. In the books. Done. Now Ooh. it's easier, right, Mary? Because we already made it once. We can 
it's easier just to do it a second paste. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can't really copy and paste, but there are lots of things Component. we could. Component. Yeah. We built, we built the structure. Yes. The, we the have the decoration skeleton. and the design and all that yeah. stuff. And the Fuji virtually will be different, but we built the framework. Yeah, exactly. So thank you everyone again. And now this brings us to the end of our episode for today. And Logan has our bonus tip. Yeah, this feels a little topical for being in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, but a pro tip that I didn't realize was a pro tip until I did this and talked to someone about it is if you are working an outside event and it looks like it might rain, bring an extra pair of socks. I learned this the hard way because I was in a miserable mood sightseeing once. I was on vacation and I was in an awful mood. We got caught in the rain and I just like was really cranky, got to the hotel, took my socks off, put on dry socks and all of a sudden went, oh, it's just my feet were wet. That was the only, what was wrong with my day? I just had wet feet. So for events, make sure you have an extra pair. That way you can change into it partway through the day or like for some of the things I do, I have rehearsals and then we go eat and then we do the actual event and that's a good time to change your socks because dry socks just make you feel better. I literally LOL'd when you said that I was on mute. I was not, I didn't see this and I wasn't expecting that. So now you know, listeners, to add socks to your day of event kit. There you go. The more you know. Thanks so much, Logan. That was great. And thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of the Better Events Podcast. You can follow us and find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Better Events Pod. You can email us at bettereventspod at gmail.com. You can visit our website at bettereventspod.com. And we'd love if you connect directly with Logan and I on LinkedIn. We look forward to that. And thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. We'll be back with you again next Wednesday. Bye.